Hi everyone. Listening to these podcasts may bring up some strong emotions for you. Please allow yourself to find a comfortable space and reasonable time afterwards for nurturing and self-care. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, it's really good to be back talking with Mel again, CEO from Films for Change, continuing on talking about the Nest series. And today we're going to be listening to and talking about Ness talking to Joey about her sadness and her feelings about being sad. Could you tell us a little bit more about today's, Mel? Uh, So in this episode, Ness is feeling really sad about having to go away from her parents for a few days. And I think this is something that so many children might go through at different stages of their childhood. And she discusses this with the the little Joey about having to be away. And we chose a Joey because the little Joey gets to be inside a pouch with with its mother until it's grown up enough to be away. So we thought that was, yeah, really fitting. Absolutely. And I love it when um, you will hear, when you're listening to this, that um, Joey's talking about the cosiness. And being safe, of course, uh, being in mum's pouch. And, however, explaining that uh, they have to always also leave and they have to come in and out of that pouch. So they have to build up a resilience to actually know that they can do um, how how they'll be when they are no longer in the pouch. So they're learning that. Mm. And I think that's, in this one, that's what Joey's able to talk to, to Ness about that even though she might have to leave her mum for a while, that she knows that she will be returning to mum. Mm. And I think that's that toing and froing and that's probably uh, acknowledging that this is part of her growing up and, of course, she's going to have sad feelings about leaving mum. Of course she is. Mm. And just know that that is normal. That's right. Of course she is. Mm. So, and then it's about perhaps um, in that particular case, what a parent could do to support that, maybe just acknowledging it in the child that they know that they're going to be sad to leave mum Mm. for a while and what they can do about that. And how they can reassure them that it's okay to, to branch away but that you can come back and it's... It's a normal thing to experience. Yes, and mm. and just to know that mum could even say, "I'm going. I'm sad. I'll be sad too, because I I will miss you." And what can we do to uh, in that particular time what, that you're away? What would you like to do, Ness? Would you? Uh, what could you do? Would you like to draw some pictures? Because you mightn't be able to ring me at any particular time. Would you like to draw? Would you like to do some drawing? And I'd love to see them when you return. So it could be as simple as that, depending on the reason why Ness has had to leave mum for a while. Yeah, and it could just be that she's, um, you know, having to to go to another parent's house That's right. um, for a few nights because I know that's something that um, children go through with divorce and that can be really hard to, to leave, say, the family home to go to another home. Mm. And it could be that they're going to camp or they're going to a grandparent's. Yes. Um, it 
Yeah, it could be many different things and yeah. that can be challenging for some children. Of course it can. Yeah, to and, separate. And it's always, always, always about acknowledging that feeling, talking about it, validating it, knowing it's normal. And uh, sometimes, um, unfortunately, if a parent hasn't had the opportunity to express any form of feeling, they may not know how to help a child to work through that emotion. They may not, they, they may get anxious themselves mm. and say something like, it'll be okay, you don't have to worry, it'll be okay, you'll be back. It could be something like that. Whereas the child doesn't then get, once again, as I've talked about before, their feelings, they're feeling validated. They, nobody's ask them how they truly feel about going away. Mm. And that's what they need. They need that response. They need to feel that they've been heard. Yes. Mm. And it's, it's, sometimes it's just as simple as that. And we chose that particular um, event that she was having to be away from the parent um, and around sa- and the sadness around that. But really that episode's just about dealing with sadness, isn't it, as mm. well, that... Um, how do you deal with sadness in children? And there could be many different ways depending on what the sadness is about, isn't it? But mm-hmm. the main thing is to to validate that emotion. Mm. And not be frightened of it themselves mm-hmm. because you know, it's, it is hard for people who haven't had that in their life hard to give it to their child it really is Mm -hmm. so you know I understand the difficulty some people some parents have with this and I don't discount that easily you know it's 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 parents are often needing to learn that there's another way to communicate with their children Mm. and sometimes it can be just as simple as that Having that validating their feeling, whatever so if, it is. Sorry to cut you off there, Jen. So if you saw your child um, experiencing sadness and you can see that they're sad, but they're not saying anything, what sort of advice would you give to a parent? I guess it, it would depend on what may have occurred. They may parent may have an understanding or may know possibly why the child is being sad. They may not want to address it themselves. Mm-hmm. It could be. But if they didn't know and they just saw that their child's sad, they're coming home from school each afternoon and they yeah. they seem sad, not mm-hmm. their usual selves, yeah. but they don't know why they're sad, mm-hmm. what would advice would you give? Well, you can say, you could say to the child, it, 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 it seems to me that, you seem a bit sad at the moment. And I, I always say to parents, it's the way you say it. It's not just the words you use. It's how it's the body language and the tone of voice. If you can let your words match your tone of voice and your body language, a child can take it on a lot easier. Um, and then they're more, more open to being able to say how they, what's really happened because mm-hmm. they may not want to talk about it. And then if the child says, I don't want to talk about it, 
allow them to honour that for the moment Mm -hmm. because if you try to push it, then they may not, you know, they may shut down. So it could be, well, I can can see that this is difficult for you, really difficult. And, you know, I'm here. I'm here and when you're ready, just come, we can have that little chat. Mm-hmm. Something like that can be re- better than saying, look, I just know there's something not right and I really prefer that you tell me because it just it just shuts them down because what you've done then is you've allowed them, you've given them permission to to be able to know that you'll be You've given them to, to know that they've got a right not to tell you straight away, mm-hmm. and you've then. But you've also said, "I'm going to be here for you when you would like to talk to me." So that that, that sort of the child then understands that you know I've, I've got a right here. Mm. You know, I've got this right. You make them feel sad, and they're in a safe space. Yeah. And they, and when they're ready to, they can share that with you. Mm. So you know, it's it's. I'm a great believer in um, this way of communicating with your child. I mean, I didn't get it, and I didn't think I really understood it when I had my kids either, because I didn't um, get that basic training myself growing up. Uh, it wasn't until I was older and, and more understanding and doing all my training that I really understood it. So I, I don't, that's why I, I, I really, I really appreciate parents try very hard to do the best they can. But sometimes they just need a little bit more guidance, like we all do. Mm. We no, none of us are perfect. Mm. And I think it's really, uh, that's what I like to do, to let parents know that Anything that they learn and any changes they might make is going to be very beneficial for their child. I can see you, little Joey, and I can see old mummy keeping a watch over you too. Hi, Ness. I wanted to come and see you. I was curious, because you look so sad. What's up? I have to go away this weekend and I don't want to leave my mum. I'd like to be like you because you get to curl up in your mummy's pouch. So love to feel the coziness. Yeah, that's what kangaroos do when they are little. But then we grow up and we don't get to do that anymore. In time, you get used to it. But I just love the feeling of safeness when I'm around my mum. I don't like being away from her and I don't like having to get used to it. I know it's really hard, but the more times that I hop out of the pouch, the easier it gets to leave. And do you know what the best bit is? The best bit is, Mummy is always there to come back to. This is my happy bounce. Why don't we hop together? <laughs> Thank you, Joey. I would love to. I'm really, it's, it's been a lovely one to, to just talk through. I've, I've felt a, a lot of um, emotions come up in me in this one. It was really nice to reflect on it. Thanks, Mel, again, uh, for coming along and being able to chat. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And next week we're going to have uh, a lovely new episode, Ness and the Butterfly. So really look forward to um, sharing that with you next week. And as per usual, we would love it if you could rate and review today's podcast. Thank you.